paid 260 euros for a pair of Crocs, man. Those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh. And this is Fobbs. And this is the Kickback Pod. And we are back, Kickback Pod, once again. A special episode because this is episode 50. We've been doing this 50 times, which is wild to think about it. So thank you, first of all, to Fobs for being on this journey. 50 episodes, we're going strong. And uh, yeah, we're still doing it. It's been awesome. And also shout out to each and every one of you currently listening, especially those of you who've listened to all 50 of the episodes. Amazing. Thank you guys so much. What do you mean? What do you mean? Those of you, I'm pretty sure all of our listeners to listen to all of our episodes, right? (laughs) That is true. (laughs) So loyal. Nah, but um, for real, 50 is pretty cool. If Josh and I were a little bit more organized, we would have done some sort of, I don't know, some sort of merch drop or a sticker pack or something to commemorate it. Maybe done like a special special cover but uh obviously both of us have a lot going on um and i mean we're just here to talk shit about sneakers have fun have a good time that's why it's pretty crazy that we've actually stuck with it for 50 episodes yeah but i'm I'm, I'm you you got a lot going on like you 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 got so much going on you got you got your full-time gig you got uh you you just added a new member to your family this year Man, there's there's definitely a lot going on in your life. Me as well. Got the full time job, YouTube content, you know all that other stuff as well. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it, it's it's an accomplishment, man. We've done fifty episodes, so I'm definitely very proud of it. And uh, yeah, man, let's. What what do we have in store for this episode? Well, we were thinking it's. I know it's already the end of January, so. Maybe it's too late for this kind of topic, but we wanted to talk about it anyways. What are some big sneaker predictions that we have for 2023? And I was looking through yours, looking through mine. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny how aligned we are on some of these. And we didn't even talk to each other before writing these down. So it's kind of funny how similar our predictions are. But we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, yeah, I mean, before that, just wanted to let you guys know, Fobs. He is, he, well, you, 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 you let the people know. What, what are you up to, man? What are you up to after this episode? Oh, my goodness. I mean, after this episode, I'm going on three months of parental leave, going back to Thailand, back to where I grew up, visiting my dad, visiting my friends, going to Bali for a few weeks as well, and Ooh. just going to be chilling at the beach, at the pool, on Thai streets, street food, you know, um, going to markets, just hanging out, having a good time and just, yeah, relaxing, spending time with my family. But I'll tell you before this episode, I mean, stress with a capital S man, I was doing my handover at work. I was making sure that my apartment was clean because we're subletting it. And it was almost like we were moving out because we had to move so much stuff into the cellar And you know, when you move apartments, you basically find so much shit that you forgot you had and you get rid of so much stuff too, right? Like you either sell stuff, give it away, throw it away. And it was astonishing to me how much just not even junk, but like just stuff that was everywhere. Not even like my stuff, like stuff in the kitchen, stuff in the bathroom. Like I must've gotten rid of like four colognes that i never wear right like (laughs) four cents that have been in there for like years and that i haven't touched or like creams and moisturizers and and i'm just like man i am i'm the type of guy that like i have one moisturizer and i maybe use it once a week you know so why the hell do i have like 10 different creams in my in my drawers so i'm actually very, very happy that that is done with, but also happy that we went that we went through the process because I feel like we have shed a lot of unnecessary stuff, and when we come back from our parental leave, the apartment will feel a lot less cluttered. Dude, I totally know this this feeling. Uh, whenever you throw stuff out of your apartment, like when you're moving or something, you totally see the different stages that you've been through as a person. 
Like, I remember when uh, when I, I was trying to throw out, like, just a bunch of clothes that I stuffed underneath my bed as storage. And I just kind of forgot about those clothes from a long time ago. And, like, you guys know, like, the type of, like, clothes I wear now. You know, they're, like, much more cozy. They're, like, uh, baggier fitting stuff. I'm, like, looking through the clothes I'm throwing out. And I had, like, five or six different Zane robe pants. You know Zane robe? No. What is that? Dude. Oh man, you gotta look it up, man. It's like the most disgusting pants ever made. <laughs> it's like it's like they're like joggers, but they're jeans at the same time, and they would like give you like the skinniest looking fit uh, on uh, like when you're wearing them, like like yeah. totally skinny. Like you can see the outline of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and like oh, I, man, man, I had I, I went through my Zane robe phase hard in like 2015, 2016. And I had to throw out all those pants. Oh, my God, man. But, yeah, man, you, you, you see how far you've come as a person when you go through all your shit. Um, it's wild. But, yeah, man. But, yeah, let's uh, let's get through uh, what we have been wearing, though, this, this last couple of weeks. So, I'll, I'll be honest, I've been pretty cozy. Um, haven't really left my apartment too much because if you guys have never been to Berlin this time of the year... Trust me when I say there's literally nothing to do. Like everything's closed. There's no exhibits anywhere. There's no um, clubs open. There's no like no one's even going to the bars. It's just like it's just a dead city in January. So there's nothing to do. So I've just been chilling at home and I work from home. So I don't even go to the office. So as far as like what I've been wearing, I I I think I've just worn. OK, so the Bad Bunny CLs. Um, funny every time i wear this shoe and i post it on instagram the amount of people who ask me yo what are those is crazy because it, it clearly shows that nobody knows much about this shoe like it was a very slept on under the radar shoe but it's a really nice pair i've said it before bad bunny one of the most underrated collaborators out there and this is my favorite collab that he's done the adidas uh, response cl by the way actually this weekend i don't know if you saw the campus adidas campus uh, bad bunnies are dropping those look very very clean as well uh, i'll try to get those and then also the other pair i wore still not over dunks yet so i wore my ambush dunks the blue pair the royal blues um yeah those those just look great with like i had a, i was wearing a blue sweater so i did that corny thing where you try to match your sweater to the shoes <laughs> so i wore my blue <laughs> i wore my blue ambush dunks and it was fire it was a fire fit and uh yeah that was it man that's all i've been wearing what about you um, I mean, I'm surprised you weren't wearing the pink ambush dunks because those are very you and you could have matched them to your beautiful pink hoodie that you have. Wait, wait, you wait, hold on. The pink ambush dunks are very me? <laughs> what? No, I'm just kidding. No, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those are terrible, to be honest. I thought you were um, being serious, man. Nah. So I have been wearing my Slam Jam Air Force Ones, the triple white pair, because those were one of my favorite and also my top five sneakers of last year and they are one of four pairs of shoes that i'm taking with me on my three-month trip to southeast asia so i've been wearing them in making sure i get them nice and cozy because i feel like air force ones you always got to like wear in a little bit before they really break in and become yours and form to your feet um and i mean i've i said it last year or no, this year, first episode of this year, which was basically talking about the top five sneakers of last year. And it is just such an amazing shoe. There's so much detail in it. The materials, the material switch-ups between the different paneling, the wolf gray, the you know off-white paneling, just an amazing shoe, really, really good quality, super comfortable now that I've worn it a few times. And yeah, been really, really loving that shoe. Did you see the black pair that came out as well? Yes, I did, but obviously not a huge fan of triple black shoes. Um, but, you know, those of you who want to uh, rob banks or bring the motherfucking ruckus, uh, those are definitely for you. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. So let's uh, let's move on to latest pickups. So this is the first for me, first time that I've ever talked about this brand when it comes to pickups. I actually picked up a pair of Asics. So... Uh, staying true to my New Year's resolutions, you know, of uh, trying out new brands. Uh, Asics dropped a collab with Anderson Bell. 
Um, and I don't know if you've seen the previous Anderson Bell collabs. Those actually looked super, super fire. And I really regret missing out on those. Uh, especially the one that it seemed like it was, you know, like off-white dunk inspired with the laces on top that kind of crossed, crisscrossed on the shoe. Those are pretty fire, but I, I didn't manage to get them. So I didn't want to miss out on another Anderson Bell collab. Actually, they are right here. You can see it on your phone, uh, Fobs. Nice. But um, yeah, they're, they're, they're honestly, man, I got to be completely honest. I'm still unsure about this shoe. And uh, I, I tried wearing it on feet and I'm just like, I don't know, maybe I just don't know how to wear Asics, but I, I still thought it looked a bit weird on me. I mean, and, those and are also a very Berlin shoe, right? And the, like you said, the colorway is a little bit extra. I would say that a, it's not that Asics aren't a shoe for you. They're just, I don't want to say hard to wear, but a little bit more difficult to wear. You know, like if you had the Jound Gelkiano 14s or something like that, those are super easy to wear because it's a super easy colorway. These ones are a little bit more advanced, but I feel like if you got the right pants and kind of outfit to match them, then they would look fire, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely need to see some fit picks because I have no clue how to pull off this colorway, especially this is kind of wild. Like there, it looks like a Lego block. Like there's so many different colors. It's like this beige, orange, green, lime green, blue, black, man, there's, there's, there's a wild amount of colors on this one. It did drop in two other colorways as well. And, um, I also managed to get them in the wrong size. Cause I know nothing about ASIC sizing. I got it in my true size, way too small on me. Uh, I definitely need to go up half a size. So just in case anyone out there want to try out your first pair of ASICs, I think in all of the gel series shoes, you want to go up half a size. That's what I've noticed. At least I noticed the same with the, I think with the, uh, ASICs and Jound pair, I also got the wrong size in that. Um, but yeah, uh, that was my first pickup, the ASICs gel Sonoma 1550 by Anderson Bell, very long name. Uh, but those are actually available right now on the ASICs website. They didn't sell out. So you can check out the three colorways, see which one you want. The other uh, pickup I had was another pair of Vomeros, the Zoom Vomero in the black sesame colorway. I had no idea until I received it in hand that this shoe was, in fact, Lunar New Year inspired, the sesame colorway. Uh, and also on the insole, there was, a, there was an image of uh, three rabbits there once again signifying the lunar new year so that was that was a nice touch because uh so far every single vomero that's been dropping the picture on the insole is the picture of bill bowerman who is one of the founding members of nike this one had a different insole uh, and the colorway is just super clean too you know just simple black with the cream midsole i'm a fan you know when it comes to vomeros i i'm waiting for the first hype collab on vomeros this year i'm I, I like there hasn't been a hype collab on Vomero since Cold Wall in 2018, and we haven't heard any news at all about a hype collab coming up this year. I just can't wait to see the first one because this shoe is begging to be collabed on. We saw what an amazing job Cold Wall did. Let's see who else can do their magic on the shoe because I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, it's a sick shoe, and I feel like it doesn't. I mean, it would be nice to get some more hype collaborations on it but honestly some of the general release colorways have been super super dope recently and that i mean those are strong enough that i would say you know who cares if no big collaborations come along further down the line um, but yeah anyway two solid pickups two very different shoes as well i have one and a half pickups the full pickup is a bit of a surprise it was a surprise to me, to be honest. It was one of those put in a bid on StockX and receive an email saying your bid has been accepted about a month or almost a month after you put the the bid in and totally forgot about it and are ready to go on vacation. And basically, I'm, I'm not going to be home for two and a half months. I'm not going to see the shoe. It is the Union Nike Air Jordan 4 in top haze which is a pretty oh. big it's a pretty big pickup right and it's a shoe that i've had my eye on for a while i've been kind of fighting or battling with the sellers on StockX by you know having the highest bid and then dropping it by euro and then raising it by euro and you know playing that like game that you do on StockX to hit people with the notifications let them know that you want to buy this thing 
And yeah, I'm super happy that I picked it up. A little disappointed that I'm not going to see the shoe for a few months. And also, I mean, just kind of bad timing to spend, you know, a decent chunk of money on a shoe that you know you're, you're not going to use for a few months. What, wait, what did you, what was the what was the price? What did you pay for it? I got it below 500 euros. I got, uh, I think it was like oh, four. Oh man, that's good. Yeah, like 475, I think, all in with fees. So somebody oh, really what? like, yeah, somebody really went low because I think. Dude, someone must yeah, have been was, part of that like Google layoffs or something, man. <laughs> because, <laughs> because like that's a low price. Like, like I'm looking at what your size is, size nine and a half, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Like the highest, the highest ask right now is close to six hundred euros. So, to get yours for four hundred and seventy-five all in, damn man, you uh, I think you really took a big W there. And also, wasn't it your resolution? And you said you didn't keep up with it last year, where you said you would go back and buy yourself one of your grails. So this was exactly. one of them. Yeah, I mean, this is obviously not like an unreachable grail, right? But it's. A shoe that I've wanted for a while, so I would put it in there in the category like missed out on and really want. So yeah, I'm glad I picked them up. I would have wished to have picked them up either a little bit later or a little bit earlier because then I would have definitely taken them to Thailand. But yeah, so that was my big pickup, and then I've got like a half pickup because I haven't secured this shoe yet. But I am so I get. I guess it's not technically a pickup, but I want to put it in into the podcast world because this is my early contender for shoe of the year and i've already Ooh. you know pulled some strings spoken to my asics plug shout out chris um i'm trying to get the awake new york asics gel nyc in that blue and pink colorway which for me is already it's going to be hard to beat the shoe for shoe of the year for me and i had asics as my shoe of the year um last year so it would make this two years in a row for me beautiful beautiful shoe so i'm hoping i'm hoping i'm hoping that i get this pair by the time i'm back from thailand that's basically my uh my resolution for the next few months <laughs> wow man early early shoe of the year calling it already so you you picked up the you said the the pink and blue one that's the one i'm trying to get yes and i'm like I'm basically very close to getting it. So I consider it almost a pickup. Nice, nice. Uh, what did you think of that? It looked like a Lakers colorway, purple and gold, I think. Yeah, that one was dope too. Um, it reminded me a lot of the, I think it was like a gold and black colorway. It was the L A6 Gel Cayano 365 from, I think, 2017, 2018. And it, I feel like that's an underrated colorway. It's not it's not as bright it's not as you know easy on the eye as the other one in my opinion but it's something that will grow on you and i think you can definitely pull off some nice fits for uh, with it so both colorways super nice i much prefer the pink and blue one though so i had to go for that one and i believe they're pretty much sold out online there could be a wider release coming but yeah for me one of the best shoes of the year and it's going to be hard to beat it even if there's still 11 months left <laughs> I really like that pink and blue pair. Uh, I didn't buy it for the only reason that it was on the Awake New York website. So I thought of all the shipping and the customs. And I'm like, man, I don't want to pay all that. I'm going to wait for a wider release. So I'm hoping hoping there is a wider release. It hasn't released on the A6 general website yet. And so that, that's what I'm waiting on. We'll see. We will see. But let's move on to the sneaker predictions of 2020 three we got some we get we each of us actually got four and uh and by the way guys after we list out all of these feel free to message us tell us what your sneaker predictions are if you agree with some of ours you disagree we'd love to hear from you but uh let's see okay i'll go first go with the first one so my first sneaker prediction for 2023 is that brands that started to build momentum last year towards the end of last year they're going to continue very, very strong into this year. Um, so two brands in particular I wanted to mention. First is Asics. We already talked about Asics on this pod. So Asics, it's not like they just came up out of nowhere. You know, They've had a cult following now for a very long time. Uh, maybe calling them a cult following is a bit of an insult too because they're pretty widely loved. But 
I felt like that Jound collab really put them on everyone's radar. You know, when you when you start to see when you start to see like the Instagram Explore page just keep showing you A6 pairs all the time, uh, kept showing me that Jound pair, kept seeing it on TikTok. Like that's how I realized, okay, like it's starting to get a lot more popularity than I imagined. And um, what I'm starting to see is people going in and buying very similar looking colorways to the Jound because those exist. Like there's, I've lost count how many times I've seen people rocking a pair of Asics on the street and thinking it was the Jound because they look very identical. So when last year when the Jounds came out, if you guys remember, I really was kind of insulting that collab. I said that it looks like any other pair of Jound, uh, any other pair of Asics. All they did was put a little Jound logo on it. It's not worth the hype. But now I actually totally get why Asics would have wanted to do that collab because it's true. It does look like every other pair of Asics. And now people are like buying the GR Asics because to them, it does kind of look like a pair of Jounds. It looks like it, it kind of just tells them like, like, hey, even your general Asics just looks great on feet. So they're starting to get a little bit more popularity. The collabs are coming in strong. I caught myself like this Anderson Bell pair. And uh, Kiko Kostadinov still doing his thing, still putting out banger after banger. So I feel like this year, they're really going to pick up a lot of momentum. And uh, a lot of people who've never worn them before are going to wear them for the first time, I think, this year. And the second brand I wanted to mention there is Salomon and or is it Solomon? Someone commented on my on my Instagram video about Solomon's just a few days ago saying that he couldn't stop laughing at how I said Solomon. <laughs> so I don't know what the right pronunciation is, but I think it's Solomon or is it Salomon? I don't I know. I have man. no idea. It's but French, I'm... so it's probably got some weird pronunciation. Oh, it's probably some French pronunciation. Salomon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, I think Salomon is going to... So I think last year they successfully transitioned... Sorry, excuse me. Uh, Last year, I think they successfully transitioned from just a hiking brand to much more mainstream. Um, uh, Like, I mean, in Berlin, in Europe, they were always kind of mainstream because you kept seeing it all the time. But I feel like it's finally crossed over to the United States because... Uh, the influencers, the fashion influencers I typically have been following now for years, I started to see them rocking Solomons. And uh, typically those are the tastemakers. Those are the ones who, you know, they rock the shoes and then other people see that, oh, okay, you can wear that in an outfit. I'm going to buy myself a pair. And um, today, so the day we're recording this podcast, the 26th of January, today was the biggest proof I've seen that Solomon is in fact a hype brand because Today, the Solomon recut pack uh, uh, dropped at a few stores, not on the Solomon website, but several retailers. And literally instantly, I'm talking like less than two minutes, the brown colorway and the gray colorway sold out in all sizes. No matter the website you went to, it sold out within two minutes, all sizes. So I have never seen that for any pair of Solomons. So that told me right there that, okay, wow, Solomon's actually hype. I'm looking at those pairs on StockX right now. They're actually reselling for about 60 to 70 euros above retail, which is kind of nuts because I don't think I've ever seen resell on a pair of Solomon. So they're here, man. Solomon is not, is not going anywhere. They're only going to get bigger and bigger. And a lot more people are going to not be afraid of wearing that shoe and worrying that, hey, why am I wearing hiking sneakers? It's kind of like when people used to think of New Balance as just a dad shoe brand and then it got incorporated into regular fashion. I feel like Solomon sneakers, the same is going to happen this year. So that's my first prediction. Nice. I mean, I'd say that Asics definitely had a lot of momentum last year. It was even I forgot if it was Footwear News, Hypebeast, or Complex. I believe it might have been Footwear News. But one of those blogs named ASICS as Brand of the Year, which is, you know, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, that's a big shout because my Brand of the Year is New Balance and still is, right? And a lot of people, I think, would agree with that. But then I thought about it and I remembered the Jound collaboration and then some of the other things that Kiko has been doing. And obviously my sneaker of the year personally was an ASIC shoe. And then I thought, you know what? That's actually not as wild a shout as I thought 
ASICs had a very, very strong 2022, was put back on the map um, for a lot of sneaker heads. And they're starting strong this year as well. They've got the Await collaboration, which we just talked about. Ronnie Feig just announced his Super Orange ASICs Gel Light 3 Remastered. And anything that, you know, Ronnie does with ASICs is fire, slaps, is so good. And I believe it's his 99th and 100th collaboration with ASICs, if I'm remembering correctly. I mean, he's done a lot of collaborations. He's also done um, that one pack of like, what was it, 25 or 30 different colorways that were just different shades of each other. So that obviously uses up a lot of numbers, right? But everyone knows Ronnie is the king of ASICs and... Yeah, they've started this year very, very strongly. So I'm very excited to see what ASICS does this year. Um, and actually, you know what? I'm just going to talk about my third prediction now because we're basically talking about it. I think that ASICS is going to have a really big year for the reasons I just mentioned. The collaborations, but also some of their general release colorways are going to have a lot of takedowns from these collaborations that are going to be released in general release version similar to the jound it's what other brands do too i mean new balance does it nike does it a lot i mean how many the nike off-white the 10 inspired colorways and designs did you see right in the months or years afterwards and it's no different for other brands i think asics plays the game as well as anyone and um, that game being marketing and just convincing people to buy your shit and they're quite good at it so i think asics is going to have a huge 2023 i'm very very excited for it and that brings me to my next point which is still the same prediction i think asics is going to have a huge year i don't know if they'll be number one it's i think it's too early to say but i think that new balance will not be the number one brand this year i think they still will have a very good year and I'm very excited for everything that Teddy Santos is going to be doing for Made in USA, for all of the collaborations that are coming up, maybe some new silhouettes because they have proven in the last few years that they've always got an ace up their sleeve with the 327, you know, and other, uh, the 9060 as well that came out. Um, obviously now it's, I think it's the 610, right? That hiking inspired sneaker that's super nice. So I think New Balance is going to have a good year as they have in the last few years, but they're not going to be the ultimate number one brand which they have been for the last probably two years for a lot of people, myself included. So that's my prediction, that ASICS is going to have a massive year. New Balance is going to have a good year, but it's not going to be as good as maybe their 2020 and 2021, or 2021 and 2022, sorry. Wow, that's a pretty big uh, prediction that New Balance is going to get dethroned. Um, Yeah, I mean, I... I, I would tend to agree with you simply because of the law of numbers. Um, they've been the number th- the number one brand three years in a row now. What goes up must eventually come down. So I don't think they're going to be number one forever. So I think maybe it's very possible they might. this might be the year they finally fall off. I still think it's a little early, though, uh, because I still don't think everyone has you know caught on to the New Balance hype yet and have really tried out New Balance for themselves. But I do think the excitement is starting to die a little bit, uh, mainly because I I feel like I've been seeing the same sneaker over and over again when it comes to the 2002s, when it comes to even, in my opinion, the 990 V3. We've been seeing so many collabs on it. They uh, they just announced a YYMC collab on the 990 V3. Um, And... I just feel like we, we've been seeing these models now released in so many quantities and so many colorways over and over again. So I'm starting to get a little bit fatigued of it, kind of like how I got fatigued of the Jordan 1s. So yeah, I, I feel like um, they do kind of need a new breath of energy, kind of like a new silhouette to come up out of nowhere, like they did with, like you said, the 327, the 550s, and then the 2002s. Maybe they do. Maybe they have another trick up their sleeve, like you said. But I think they're really going to need that if they want to stay in number one this year. So moving on to my second prediction. My second prediction is that... Oh, and we <laughs> we both have literally the same second prediction. It's kind of funny. But my, my prediction is that Adidas will have a very strong year. So 
everyone predicting that Adidas is going to fall off, that Yeezy brand leaving Adidas is going to destroy the brand. I definitely tend to disagree. I think Adidas will have a very strong year. I still see uh, currently they have a couple of models, the Sambas specifically, which people are going crazy for, especially I've noticed with the females, especially the Sambas have proven to be a really popular model. I don't see that stopping at least for another year. Uh, they, they, they can still uh, really build momentum on that, on that model. And they have a lot of similar looking models like the gazelles, like even the campus to a certain extent, uh, they haven't really even put too much attention on those other models yet. So there's a little bit of room to um, push those while this Samba looking type of shoe is hot right now. So uh, I still think people are going to be going crazy for Adidas this year. And on top of that, Adidas did announce that they're going to release their Yeezys, I guess, like Yeezys minus the Yeezy branding. I just feel like people are still going to buy those shoes. <laughs> you know, like... There's not that many, I would say, Kanye loyalists out there, especially not right now after all the shit he's been saying. So I feel like people are still going to go ahead and buy those. They won't. They probably won't sell out like they used to, but that does not mean that people won't buy it. It still goes without saying the 350 V2 is a great-looking shoe. It's a very comfortable shoe. Same with the 700 V1s, great-looking silhouette. If they keep bringing back some good colorways, and the shoes literally look exactly the same minus the Yeezy branding. I still feel people are going to want to buy those shoes. And additionally, I also wanted to say that I've been very impressed with these kind of low-key collabs that Adidas has been doing, just going under the radar. For example, today they dropped this Yu-Gi-Oh! collaboration, which I thought was interesting, especially as someone who was obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh!'s growing up. They dropped this Dark Magician collab. Um, and it even came with a special edition Yu-Gi-Oh card, which Yu-Gi-Oh nerds out there, I know you're going crazy for those. I was going crazy for those. I was trying to like actually buy those shoes, but uh, I didn't get lucky on the confirmed app. And uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like Adidas has a good strategy. Uh, it's not Yeezy wasn't everything for them. I think they can still come back pretty strong. So my prediction is similar to yours, but it's not exactly the same as yours because I actually don't think that Adidas is going to have a strong year. I think that there's not been enough momentum to convince me of that. I mean, the year is long, right? And things could change. Maybe the momentum for Adidas picks up in Q2, Q3, and then they finish strong. But I feel like Adidas has been a little bit disappointing over the last few years. They've had, you know, obviously their hits here and there and some, you know, exciting collaborations or some nice sneakers or generally sneakers. But I feel like even those nice shoes and those nice moments have kind of flown under the radar because not enough noise was made about it not enough marketing push was given to those shoes and so they basically you know got lost in the sauce and other brands have kind of overtaken them but what i do agree with you on is that i think more people than we think will buy adidas Yeezys, and that's my second prediction i think that People will still identify with these silhouettes. I think that some of these silhouettes are shoes that got people into sneakers. And that drawing power is still strong. It might not be as strong as it once was. And I'm actually very intrigued to see how they do it, what they call these shoes, how the branding will be, how the release rollouts will be. Because obviously, the shoes are the same. But they have to distance themselves from Kanye West, the person or the personality and Yeezy the brand, right? So they've got to come up with a strategy as to how to release these, how to place the shoes, the storytelling around them, because the storytelling before was, I'm Kanye West, I love earthy colorways, and these are my shoes, right? But now they have to kind of give more to the consumer because the consumer is going to say like, hey man, like, why should I buy these shoes if they're not Kanye West shoes? Like, I might like the design, but I need more than that, right? So I think that will be Adidas's biggest challenge. And maybe it won't work in the beginning. Maybe it'll take them a couple of releases to really hit the sweet spot there and find their groove with the Yeezy-less Yeezys. But I do think that more people than we think will buy them because I think there's a lot of people out there that you know, might not care as much about what he said or, you know, just like I said, identify with the shoes, really like the design and don't really care about the rest of the noise. So 
yeah, that's my prediction, that we will be surprised as to how many people buy Adidas Yeezys. Also because a lot of people have just been talking shit on on Instagram and online saying, hey, nobody's going to buy these. You know, these are going to sit, blah, blah, blah. What's Adidas doing? How dare you? But yeah, we're going to be surprised, I think. Wow. So we have kind of opposite predictions there. I guess we'll we'll see the financial statements at the end of the year and see who's right. Um, yeah. So let's move on to my third prediction. And I don't even know if this is really a prediction. This is more of a fact because so my prediction is that there will be much fewer releases overall this year and it's not even really a prediction it's kind of like uh, we've already heard adidas and nike literally say that they're going to cut production by 30 percent and so so we know not only does that mean that um, the quantities produced of any release is going to reduce by 30 i think the number of releases themselves are going to reduce by 30 percent and not only that Last year, there was this insane influx of releases, mainly because of what happened during COVID. During COVID, uh, productions, uh, production timelines got severely delayed. So a lot of shoes that were supposed to come out in 2020, 2021, they ended up coming out in 2022. So that's why there were way more releases than we would typically see in any year last year. It was just insane. I mean... And some of these releases were just so delayed. We got, for example, the Champagne Poppy Certified Lover Boy uh, Air Force Ones in December. That, th- those shoes in December 2022, those shoes were called the Certified Lover Boys for a reason. They were supposed to drop alongside Drake's Certified Lover Boy, which dropped in August of 2021 he's already dropped two albums since then and now we got the certified lover boy shoes so it's kind of it was kind of crazy how how much some of these shoes got delayed so i think all this covid inventory is kind of out the way now and now this year there's just going to be a lot fewer releases and personally i think that's a great thing maybe not so much for us because we'll have less to talk about on the pod but um i mean as a sneaker consumer I think it's healthy. I was personally tired of seeing a million different colorways of the same shoes drop over and over again. I was getting collabed to death a little bit also. And uh, I'm happy to have fewer releases this year. Yeah. You know what they say? Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it plays out. Shout out uh, one of the best movies of all time, Dodgeball. Um, (laughs) You just gave us a Dodgeball quote, man. That's crazy. Nice great movie, man. Great movie. Love to hear. Nah, it. I think it'll be interesting to see like whether it affects us this year or if it's more like production decreases this year and therefore the releases next year will decrease. But um, what is what is fact is that we at some point we will be seeing less Nike and Adidas releases, and I think that's a good thing because there's been too much. I mean, any given release week or weekend, you're basically. I mean, back in the day, release weekend was Saturday, right? And then they stretch it to Friday, Saturday, maybe some on Sunday. And now you're getting releases on Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, even Mondays. And it's just so hard to cut through all of the noise and find a pair of shoes that you like and and really focus on it for an extended period of time. Because before you even receive it, there's already raffles for the next release. And so I think it, it would do us all really good to slow down a little bit. And slowing down means you know, buying less, being influenced less, and also maybe chasing trends a little bit less. And my next prediction has a lot to do with trends. In fact, it has to do with trends that I don't believe are trends. I think that this year will show that workwear and gorp core and, you know, all of, all of the outdoor goodness that comes with that, trail running, hiking, etc., those are going to prove that they are more than trends because and this thought was sparked by something i saw on instagram a quote or like a thought that somebody posted and it was basically saying the same thing right that workwear and gorp core are not trends they are here to stay sure they might have a little bit less hype attached to them in the future as people move away from it but they're not trends and that's because they're built on functionality functionality outlives trends people don't wear workwear or gorp core because it looks good some people do but that's not the only reason they wear it because it performs a function and it performs that function well it's just like saying oh running shoes are a trend but 
Not really, because people wear them to run. You know what I mean? It could be a trend within a certain space. So running shoes, high-performance running shoes are a trend within Fashion Week. Or Gorp Core and Workwear are a trend within, you know, that high fashion, luxury fashion movement. But the core workwear and Gorp Core brands and products and um, technologies that we love are still going to be there. And I think that's worth remembering when you're kind of getting caught up in the hype. And I mean, I do so, I, I get caught up in the hype all the time. But I think we would all be better served if we stuck with things a little bit longer and stuck with things because we like them and because they actually perform a function, right? There's no point in wearing something that performs no function at all, in my opinion. I think most of the stuff that I have, I wear because they do a job for me, right? And even if it's a Stone Island sweater or something like that, it's a sweater. I wear it because I don't want to be cold in the winter. I know that's a very simplistic and basic way to look at it. But um, what I mean is, you know, obviously the more rugged kind of waterproof shoes, waterproof pants, Gore-Tex jackets, all that kind of stuff. And I think this year is going to show people that have been talking a lot about, oh, trail running and, you know, this and that, oh, you know, it's going to be over. It's not. People are still going to like it. It's still going to sell and people are still going to wear it. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great point about uh, workwear, Gorpcore not going anywhere. I would personally, though, I would love to see those Arcteryx jackets go away, man. <laughs> especially, especially all these people who buy the Arcteryx jackets, then go on TikTok and take a video of them of themselves taking a shower in their Arcteryx jackets. That needs to go away, man. Please, I'm tired of seeing that. Yeah, but other than that, though, like I I agree. I mean, I've been I've been into the whole workwear. Um, aesthetic now for like a few years you know I, I i rock the carhartt jackets the stussy jackets and um and the carpenter pants i mean that's that's kind of like that's been my style for like the last three to four years now so it's not really a trend i, I do agree with you i think i think it's here to stay uh, so let's move on to our last um prediction so this one is a very positive prediction because i truly believe this so i think in 2023 sneakerheads are going to have more choice than they ever have. And I know it's weird that I'm saying this because my point number three was there's going to be way fewer releases this year. But I think because all of that kind of hype we had when it comes to releases last year, every single release is selling out, resale prices going through the roof. It was almost impossible to get shoes. I think that completely reverses this year. So we're already starting to see it. I mean most shoes nowadays like the ones you actually want it's pretty easy over the last when i say nowadays i mean like over the last month or so uh two months it's been pretty easy to get them they've been sitting jordan ones have been sitting jordan a lot of jordans have been sitting uh, a lot of new balances like pretty much every every single pair from that teddy santis new balance pair uh collabs they've been sitting they've been going on sale so my point is that most shoes nowadays don't sell out like they used to during that super hype phase of the last two years. I feel like all that hype kind of exiting the system, so to speak, I feel like that's kind of a healthy thing. So now the people out there who, you know, aren't in sneakers because of, you know, reselling and profits, people out there who really like sneakers like you and me, I feel like we're going to have way more choice than ever before because sneakers are just going to be available. There's this shoe's going to be release, uh, released and we can, you know, sit on it. We can, you know, go for a grab a coffee in the morning. We can like go hang out with your wife or girlfriend. And then in the afternoon, you know, if you're still thinking about it, you can go on the sneakers app and it'll still be there. You'll be able to buy it. So that's a great thing it's it's not like it, you don't have to you know like go crazy about oh i have to be there on release time because i'm gonna miss this drop i don't think that's gonna be the case this year for most releases and i think that's a very healthy thing and um what i've also started to notice is that a lot of the sneakers that were supposed to be hype they've been even going on sale and I'm bringing, I'm bringing up that Teddy Santis and New Balance collab specifically, the Made in USA pairs. I've seen those go on sale everywhere for, in some cases, 50% off. So, and what I've noticed is because I, I'm in like a sneaker cook group on, um, on Discord, 
And what I've realized now is like getting sneakers on sale is the new flex. It's not it's not anymore like getting hype sneakers. It's like I was able to get the sneaker for like super sale discounted price. And now I've seen these guys like try to get sneakers for a super low price and then resell it for retail. Like that's like the new resale <laughs> game now. <laughs> and that's what it's that's what it's become. So um, that's another great thing. So I feel like a lot of sneakers are going to be going on sale. There's going to be a lot of choice. You can really decide, hey, which sneakers do I really, really want? Or do I feel pressure to buy every release because I think it's going to sell out? You won't have to worry about that anymore because you can take your time and really decide what shoes you want to buy. So um, yeah, that's that's my that's my prediction. I'm pretty excited about that. There's, there's going to be a lot of uh, decisions you'll have to make. Which shoes do you really want to buy this year? Very nice. My fifth and final prediction is a big one. And I'm going to say that the Air Force One will be the silhouette of the year. That means that I don't think it will be the shoe of the year. It might be. I don't know what's coming out in the next few months. But I think that in terms of overall silhouette, the Air Force One will reign supreme in 2023. And the reason for that is because I am feeling a momentum build slowly. We've seen some really nice generalist colorways, you know, OG colorways coming out, the ones with the toothbrush. We've seen some nice collaborations, the ambush collaboration, the slam jam collaboration. And I feel like there's more and more coming. I think there's some really cool stuff coming in 2023 around the Air Force One. And I'm super excited. And this kind of reminds me a little bit about the late 2019 era and the Nike Dunk where there were some early Nike Dunk releases or SB Dunk releases that were exciting but weren't reselling for crazy amounts. And then it was only in 2020 when 2020 rolled around and all of those Dunk releases started dropping that the hype exploded. And I can feel the same thing happening with the Air Force One. I don't know if it'll be on the same level as the Dunk hype in 2020, but it definitely feels like there's some similarities there. So I'm very, very intrigued. And I'm a big fan of the Air Force One, so I'm hoping that that is the case as well uh, over the next few months. But yeah, that is my big, bold final prediction of this episode. Did you see the the Tiffany Air Force One that got announced? Yes, that was also part of my um, thinking as well, that that will probably feed into the hype and maybe be something that kickstarts it a little bit yeah i i I agree i was gonna have like a fifth prediction which i deleted but it kind of agrees with yours uh, because my fifth prediction was going to be that the cheaper sneakers this year are going to be the ones that people go for i mean we know there's supposed to be like a huge recession this year i mean every economist has been predicting that so i feel like all these sneakers that have very high retail prices like new balance i don't see those selling out as much anymore uh i feel like people are going to be much more going for the much cheaper models this year if there is going to be a big recession that's something you can probably expect and the air force one great pair i mean it's like what 100 bucks 110 now um, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good affordable option that you can wear every day. So I can totally see the Air Force One being the silhouette of the year. But yeah, those were our predictions. And as we said, guys, earlier, feel free to hit us up. Let us know what you guys think is going to be happening in 2023. All right. So let's uh, finish off as usual with the upcoming drops. So definitely it's starting to pick up. It's starting to pick up. There's been a bit of noise now. Uh, January was a quiet month, but Definitely things are starting to pick up. So January 27th, there is Joe Fresh Goods up to his old tricks once again. This time he's collabing with Vans on the uh, on a whole pack. There's a skate high platform and the UA Slip Hiker will be dropping as well. And then on the 28th, the Adidas Samba, the OG colorways, the black and the white pair. Both of those going to be restocking. Uh, people have been going nuts for these, especially, like I said, the smaller sizes. Um, those have been un- not available anywhere. So both those will be restocking on Adidas as well as several other retailers on the 28th. Then on the 30th, we are getting one of the nicest New Balance 9060s we've seen maybe since the Joe Fresh Good collab originally. This is the Bricks and Wood collab with new balance on the 9060 look for that to drop on the 30th 
Um, and then on the 31st, what is this? Another collab with the Air Force One with premium goods. We'll be dropping in two different colorways there. And then moving on to the second, which is the, we got the undefeated Nike Air Force One in the Wild Berry colorway. And we've been seeing a lot of undefeated Air Force One collabs recently. Uh, some of them have been looking like bapes, <laughs> if, if I'm going to be honest. Um, and if you guys haven't heard, by the way, Nike has finally sued Bape after 20 years. That's That was a whole different story. We didn't even talk about it on this pod, but that was some pretty big news. What did you think of that, by the way? Just a quick, like, 30-second, what did you think of Nike finally suing Bape? I'm just confused. Why now? You know, and there, there's always been rumors that Bape was paying Nike royalties, which, if they're suing them now, means that those rumors aren't true, which further kind of muddles everything. Um I don't know. It's I can get it from like a legal perspective, but obviously it's it's a bit bullshit to sue them 20 years later after they've been making the shoe and selling it for 20 years. Yeah, and I I get it too. Um, I, I, I in this particular case, I'm like I get like I totally get why Nike is doing it, but I, just like you, I don't understand why it took them so long. Anyways, moving on to February the fourth, we got the Union LA collab on the Air Jordan One Low. KO. When I saw this shoe, I thought to myself, I'm pretty sure Fabian's going to want this shoe. It's a classic white Jordan 1 Low, gray swoosh, exactly your thing. I know you're not a big fan, I think, of the Jordan 1 Low KO, so maybe this is not for you, but um, definitely a pretty clean pair. Look for that to drop on the fourth. And I think that's about it for the next two weeks uh unless we miss something but um i mean fobs thanks a lot man and i i you're gonna be going on your holiday now for a few months and uh, we're gonna keep the pod strong guys don't worry we're gonna be having a lot of guests there's already a few guests lined up for the next few pods so definitely stay tuned but as always we're obviously gonna miss fobs man it's not the same this is our pod so Oh man, the listeners miss you. I'm definitely going to miss having you on the other side of this call. So yeah, man, uh, I hope you have an amazing holiday. I appreciate it. I uh, had a good time on this episode. Looking forward to the next one, but also looking forward to listening to what you and our guests get up to whilst I'm gone. Um, shout out to all the listeners that have been following us across these 50 episodes. Here is to 50 more, bro. At least 50 more at least 50 more let's go all right guys we'll catch you in the next one peace peace